The Ministry Leader Conference 2020 has come and gone, and it was awesome. On today's episode, we're excited to share with you a recap of some of the biggest takeaways from the conference. Get up! Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian, here with Chase. Here we go. Get up! Get up! So as of the release of this episode, it's been just a couple of weeks since MLC 2020, and uh, it was a great success. It was, man. We had about 170 people attending, staff and volunteers from all over the region. It was great to see that many people there in one spot. Definitely, yeah, getting everybody together. We had worship, um, which was so good. I uh, had a couple local churches provide a a uh, hybrid worship team. Yeah, shout out um, to Pine Hills Church and Pine Hills City sure. Church. Oh my gosh, yeah, worship team. they did so good. So just worshiping with fellow leaders that are on mission with you yeah. was just really powerful. Yeah, and super diverse too. So the mm. leaders we had there mm. were from different ministry models um, in suburban settings and rural settings and urban settings and uh, just to worship together the diversity in the room and how we practice ministry but just the diversity of people there was incredible yeah it sure was and so uh as part of the conference there was six different breakouts that um participants could choose from and there were also two main sessions that were taught by our very own brian beanback yeah yeah so, that was a ton of fun yeah i really enjoyed uh talking on that so i spoke on we talked about some of the cultural attributes of youth for christ and one of those being uh courageous faithfulness and so that's what i got to focus my time on and what that looks like to be brave to be balanced and to be unleashed and so we can unpack that a little bit maybe a little here but uh yeah it was a it was a cool opportunity Sure, and one of the the other things, or one of the last pieces, other than lunch, provided by Chick-fil-A, by the way, um, was that we also had built-in team time uh, for teams and leaders to discuss how they can apply you know, the principles they've learned so far and uh, kind of take those back to their own ministry sites. Yeah, yeah, and we get sometimes, honestly, like mixed reviews on that time, but it gave our teams, our ministry site teams, opportunities to really dig into some of the content together and go, what does this mean at our ministry site for our ministry team. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, so it was so good. Um, we're excited again. Today is just going to be like if you either forgot maybe something you heard <laughs> in some of the breakouts or maybe you weren't able to get to all the breakouts, we're going to give you just kind of a, a recap, some of the cliff notes of what were some of the big takeaways from each of those. Yeah. And this, to be honest, uh, wasn't a podcast we had planned. Yeah. Uh, but some of the feedback we received was from leaders saying, man, these, the, Breakout topics sounded so good, I wanted to attend all of them, and I couldn't. And right. so we thought, hey, why don't we try and get some of the like the big takeaways out there so everybody can experience a little bit of what each breakout was. But let's dive right in. Brian, you talked just a little bit about your main session focus, um, and so let's, let's dig into that a little bit more. Talk about courageous faithfulness. Yeah, so the idea was uh, courageous faithfulness is one of the six cultural attributes that we want to be about. We want to be embedded in our culture of Youth for Christ, um, locally and nationally across the country. And one of those is courageous faithfulness. We want our movement to be courageously faithful in how we move forward, um, how we engage in conversation, how we engage in relationship, and how we share the gospel. Um, but we want every one of our leaders to be courageously faithful as well. From the president of YFC USA mm -hmm. to the first time volunteer that's showing up to club or coming on a trip or whatever it is. And so we talked about some words that kind of define courageous faithfulness, which I mentioned just a minute ago. It's brave. We want people who, who are brave. And I think the, the spirit builds that in us. Sure. I don't think we come into it always brave, maybe 
foolhardy is a word. Like yeah. I can do this. <laughs> and then we get into a spot and go, Oh no. Yes. Like it, there's we some go into that urban city life center or we walk into a lunchroom of high school students and it gets scary pretty quick. Yeah, sometimes. for sure. For sure. And bravery, uh, kind of helps define what we mean by courageous faithfulness. And then we talked about it's balance too. And so it's, I need to be out there and be brave, but I need to be balanced too. And draw my strength from Jesus. And so we talked about abiding too, mm. again, and what that looks like to be balanced and on both sides. We need to do both. Mm -hmm. It can't just be one or the other. And then we talked about what it means to be unleashed. And uh, so I told a story of my crazy dog, and I won't tell it now, but sure. um, the reason why we have to keep my dog on a leash is that he would just go nuts, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if we channel that, if we like embody an unleashed, courageous faithfulness, sometimes the leashes that we wear are the things that keep us comfortable. Mm. They're expectations of other people, they're um, job expectations, they're... Um, you know, past fear. experiences, I remember was a big one, like yeah. we allow past experiences to kind of hold us back. Yeah. Yeah. Past experiences and, and even fear, risk of failure mm. are things that hold us back. And if we can unchain ourselves from those things and unleash ourselves from those things, what could the, the Holy spirit do mm. through our courageous faithfulness? So that was a little bit of what I got to share from the main stage. Yeah, it was so good. So main stage sessions were awesome. We had two of those. And then the... the and those were emceed by our very own Chase well, Wagner. I, I played a little part of it. Too. Yeah. I mean, I just got to stand <laughs> up and tell people where to go. So, uh, but breakouts, breakouts were so good. Uh, we're not going to go into all of them um, just because of a time constraints. And B, we've also shared a little bit um, from those on past podcasts. So, yeah. so the first one of those breakouts, uh, we had Liz talk about boundaries um, and basically just kind of taking care of yourself, building boundaries into your own life so that um, you're healthy, but then also you're able to um, not not allow other people's problems to completely become your problems. Yeah. And that can be a hard thing too, right? Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that's a real issue and concern in life on life ministry sure. that we do. And so that was a really good breakout. We did address boundaries on a previous episode. Mm -hmm. We had Ryan Weaver yeah. in, uh, mm -hmm. talking about that. That's episode 40. If you want to dig into that topic a little bit more, you can look at that episode 40. Sure. We also had another breakout about understanding Gen Z. And uh, again, a lot of that content um, actually for that breakout was drawn from our podcast. Um, so yeah. if you want to dig into those deepers, those are episodes 51, 52, and 53. Just kind of understanding who this new generation is coming up and how can we better reach that culture. Yeah. And that was fun to be able to recycle some of that content and in a live audience setting. So mm -hmm. yeah, that was cool. Check those out. Another one was called leading from your sweet spot. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of the tagline was understanding your shape. And a shape is an acronym that comes from Saddleback Church. Um, and it, the S is, so if we go through each letter, the S is your spiritual gifts, your heart, your abilities, your personality, and your experiences. So you take the first letter of all those, it spells shape. And those are the ways that God has shaped us and molded us for ministry or for life even. And so Chase, I think you sat in on that breakout. Um, unpack that a little bit for us. Give yeah, us some of your takeaways. Sure. Just kind of the idea of kind of what makes you unique. You know, how has God made you? How has God wired you? And how do you use that in ministry? Um, you know, I think a lot of times we get into a ministry and so we try to fit ourselves into a mold of this is what they want from me. But the idea of the sweet spot is where do you minister best and do that thing? So if you love video games and know all about video games, like create a ministry or find ways to incorporate video 
games into your ministry or whether that's sports or athletics, whatever that is, what is your sweet spot? God has made you that way for a reason. So embrace that as you do ministry. Yeah. I think sometimes we look at people that are up front and doing ministry from the front of the room and yeah. we think, oh, I can't do that because I don't, I'm not outgoing or I don't have that personality or I'm not funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us that stand up front aren't funny either. That's okay. <laughs> right. um, but <laughs> I think the idea is how has God shaped you? And so you don't have to be, it's, it's actually great that you are not that person. Yeah. We need you in the spot that God's created you for. So yeah, I wish I could have sat in on that one. It sounded like a really good one. Yep. Uh, so the next one was uh, adverse childhood experiences. Uh, these are all sometimes referred to as ACEs, uh, adverse childhood experience. Um, basically, this is just um, things like neglect, abuse, and trauma. As a child, they affect you long term. I mean, those experiences, the more you have, they can actually physically change or rewire the way that your brain functions. Yeah, so we heard, we actually had our friend Clinton Foppel from Remedy Live come in and share a little bit more about this with our staff just this week even. Mm -hmm. And so he shared things like, you know, abuse of any kind as a child, um, neglect of any kind, and even specific things like if you've seen your mother... Uh, be a victim of physical abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, Just witnessing that can affect you long-term. And so things like it can affect your behavior, it can affect your mental state, your mental health, and it can affect uh, even your physical health. Yeah, so, th- things like heart disease, obesity, um, cancer. I think, yes, it makes you at a higher risk for cancer by having these ACEs. It's crazy. And I think uh, one of the stats Clinton shared with us yesterday, and uh, Nigel may have mentioned in the breakout too, is people who have experienced six or more of these adverse childhood experiences, and there's 10 of them that they mm-hmm. measure the, from the CDC study. People that experience six or more of those actually die 20 years sooner mm. than people who only experience one or none of those, which is crazy, Yeah. right? So, so the results are um, terrifying and sad in a way. But what they also found is that loving, caring adults in a consistent relationship with children who experience these ACEs can drastically change the outcome. Yeah. Think about that. Like we're, you know, we, we look for a cure for cancer scientifically, but Mm -hmm. what if, what if caring, loving adults actually could change your brain chemistry and physical health, that that could be a potential, not maybe cure for cancer. Mm -hmm. I don't take that lightly, but man, if you're at a higher risk for cancer because of these things, Mm -hmm. that is more significant, I guess, that a, a loving, caring adult steps in at that age and starts walking with a kid. So yes, those kind of relationships, they say, can actually, again, physically change and rewire the brain um, back to a more, I don't want to say normal um, state. Stable. Yeah, but more stable, just caring relationships. So that's why what we do in youth ministry is so important. Yeah. One of the other ones was sharing your story that Gwen led for us. And we talk about that a lot on this podcast. So um, I don't know that we need to go too in depth with that, but her main focus was the fact that um, as we share, we can share the gospel through sharing our story. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly important that we connect those two. We talk about three story all the time. Um, a kid is not typically gonna just immediately listen to the gospel and hear like, this is what Jesus did for you. They want to see what it means to you. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you're able to share your story and share the gospel through that, I think helps a kid see through your relationship with them what Jesus has done for you and what Jesus maybe could do for them. 
Yeah, and I think that ties uh, really closely into the the last breakout then was called Change Talk. And the idea of Change Talk was just that um, the student's desire to change has to overcome their desire to stay the same, right? Before they'll even change, before they'll even start to take steps to change, their desire to change has to overcome their desire to stay the same. And that, that could be for anything. I mean, you, weight loss or anything like that, your own desire has to yeah. change first. I had a professor say, um, all persuasion is self-persuasion. Like you have to believe okay. it yourself. And so the idea of change talk was that until a kid embraces their ability to make that change, we have to continue to support those change conversations. Yeah, I think that just means continuing to to push them in that direction and encourage them in that direction. And the idea is that we can't tell them they need to change. Mm -hmm. Like we can, yep. but that's not going to do yep. anything. You know, we need to encourage conversations that help them kind of catch a vision for if I make this change, what could my life look like? Mm -hmm. How could things be different if I did make a change? And so supporting conversations that move them in that direction gives them the power then to make the change for themselves. So yeah, sorry we couldn't go too deep into these um, each of the breakouts, but this is just kind of a, a brief recap of what we had. Uh, we're going to have a lot of resources in the show notes, so make sure you check those out if you're looking for uh, more resources about any or all of those topics we talked about. Even if you didn't attend the Ministry Leader Conference, someone from your team did, ask them about the things that they learned. Ask them about the breakouts that they attended and what they their takeaways maybe they're different than our takeaways from those breakouts but continue to talk about these with your team use the resources that chase mentioned we're going to post in our show notes and continue the conversation get up get up thanks again for joining us here on the ministry leader podcast and it is coming into the season of trips so whether you've got spring break trips or summer mission trips whatever that looks like uh, we've got some tips for you about uh, promoting and recruiting for trips and then if you're a first-time leader going on a trip what to expect and how to prepare oh. on today's episode we're excited to share with you a recap Recap. I almost said welcome to the Ministry Leader Conference. Yeah. Almost got me. You don't even me. know the name of your own I podcast. Know. <laughs> almost got me.